Welcome to Moment for Mission. This is Dr. Fred Poistrang. I'm glad you're joining me today. Last week on Moment for Mission, episode 37, we talked about our inward mission. Today, episode 38, we're going to look at our outward mission. That mandolin music means it's a time for a Fred Foy fact. I like to read and write and speak, but reading is something I do that, gosh, I just don't get near enough time to do. But when I do, I am so enriched. One thing that I particularly enjoy is reading aloud. These last years, while we have been in full-time service work in Africa, Cecily and I didn't have a TV or radio, so at night, I would often read aloud. Now, granted, it would take us a long time to finish a book, as by the end of the day, we were both so tired that we'd doze off pretty quickly. You'll remember my daddy, Big Shorter, from comments in previous episodes. He would often read aloud to us. Even as adults, especially at Christmas time, he enjoyed reading Van Dyke's The Story of the Other Wise Men. Remember the answering machine? Well, my mama, Grandma Jean, would call and leave long messages to my young boys of famous poems and quotations. Back in the late 1980s, Grandma Jean and Big Shorter even recorded on cassette tape the entire book, Gone with the Wind, and mailed it to us in Africa. Like I said, last week I talked about the importance of inward mission and how that inevitable and unmeasurable force is often the determining factor in the achievement of our personal or our organizational mission. Today on Moment for Mission, I'm looking at the other side of that coin, outward mission. Now, I use the analogy of the coin deliberately because I think our mission and vision must have both these sides, the inward and the outward, in order to be complete and useful. Just like the quarter in my pocket, if only one side is engraved, then it really is of no use and of no worth. We can have the best inward missional inspiration, but without an outward manifestation or an outward vehicle to express it, it's not yet fulfilled. Talk, talk, talk. Blah, 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 comment, 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 advice, advice, advice. I think most of us have been around folks who have plenty to say and often about us or our work. But when it comes to the nitty gritty of getting something done, those folks seem to be nowhere. Blabbermouth. A blabbermouth, not the heavy metal rock band, is a babbler, a a blowhard, a cackler, a chatterbox, a conversationalist, a gabber, a gas bag, a magpie, a motormouth. Maybe you even have a specific person in mind when you think of this term. These are the people that may talk a good game, but have likely never ever been on the field, or if they were, they were pretty poor at that particular pastime. 
Maybe they really want something, but just are not willing to make the effort to get it, hoping we will do it and then that they can share in the accomplishment. Now, I have a new granddaughter, and I cannot even begin to tell you how enamored I am with this little precious girl. Well, I want her to love books and reading because I think that will be of great value to her in her life. So every chance I get, I will read something to her. One story that we will get to eventually is an old folk tale that stresses the importance of hard work and personal initiative. Let me remind you of this story. Once upon a time, there was a little red hen who lived on a farm, and she was friends with a dog and a cat and a duck. One day, the little red hen found some seeds on the ground. The little red hen asked her friends, Who will help me plant the seeds? Not I, said the dog. Not I, purred the cat. Not I, said the noisy duck. Well, then I'll do it, said the little red hen. So she planted the seeds all by herself. When the seeds had grown, the little red hen asked her friends, Who will help me cut the wheat? Not I, said the dog. Not I, said the cat. Not I, said the duck. Then I will, said the little red hen. So the little red hen cut the wheat all by herself. When the wheat was cut and the little red hen asked her friends, Who will help me take the wheat to the mill to be ground into the flour? Not I, barked the dog. Not I, purred the cat. Not I, quacked the duck. Then I will, said the little red hen. So the little red hen brought the wheat to the mill all by herself. She ground the wheat and she carried the heavy sack of flour back to the farm. The tired little red hen asked her friends, Who will help me bake the bread? Not I, barked the dog. Not I, said the cat. Not I, quacked the duck. Then I will, said the little red hen. So the little red hen baked the bread all by herself. Now, when the bread was finished, the little red hen asked her friends, Who will help me eat the bread? I will, barked the dog. I will, purred the cat. I will, quacked the duck. No, said the little red hen. I will. And the little red hen ate the bread all by herself. Or if you'd rather for an abbreviated version of the little red hen, if she had met Jerry Seinfeld's soup Nazi, Perhaps she would have simply said, no bread for you. An ancient biblical writer penned these words, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You can see in this particular quotation the connection between the inward and the outward. The first part of that statement is talking about life patterns. In other words, the things we do, the things we say, how we treat other people, our attitudes and behaviors. The second part of the quotation is referring to something that occurs on the inside, our inward being, a calling us to action, a renewing of ourselves. Of course, the biblical writer goes on to stress that that inner transformation is not something we accomplish on our own, but something that happens in and with and through faith in Christ. So in modern parlance, we hear the talk and the phraseology to walk the talk. If you're going to talk the talk, you've got to walk the walk. 
which is a modern version of the old saying, actions speak louder than words. When Mahatma Gandhi was older, he was famous all over India and the world, and people would line up for hours just to ask his blessings or to ask him one question. On one occasion, a mama brought her little child and asked Gandhi to tell her child to stop eating sweets as they were ruining his teeth. Gandhi asked her to come back in two weeks, and he would do so. Well, two weeks later, the mother came back, and Gandhi shook his finger at the little boy and said, Stop eating sweets, they ruin your teeth. The woman thanked him and then asked, My dear Gandhi, why didn't you just say this two weeks ago? Gandhi smiled and answered, Two weeks ago, I was still eating sweets. <laughs> That's what it means to walk one's talk. So you see, there are two sides to this coin we are calling our mission. The inward side and the outward side. Both are important. Both are needed. Both are necessary to make the coin or our mission complete and valuable. What can we do to apply our inward mission passion to our outward missional context so that there is a kind of seamless symbiotic connection? Am I living my mission outwardly today? Are you? I'm going to take a moment for mission today and ponder this just a bit more. Will you join me? This is Dr. Fred Foy Strang. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast series, share it with a friend or leave me a comment and have a great day.